0: Hello and welcome to the Delphian podcast. Delphian is an artist-led nomadic gallery focusing on emerging and early career
1: artists. Each episode will feature a different art world practitioner from artists and gallerists to collectors and curators.
0: If you like today's episode, please like, share and subscribe. Hello and welcome to the next episode of the Delphian podcast. I'm Benjamin Murphy and with me is Nick Jazz Thompson.
1: Today we're with Ellie Pennick. who's an artist and curator from the north of England. Her gallery, Guts Gallery, is outspoken in its support of marginalized members of the artistic community who are often overlooked.
0: Their desire is to facilitate space and exposure for black, Asian, minority, ethnic artists, female artists, working class artists, queer artists and artists outside of London.
2: Pretty big list. It's a big list, how are you doing? <laughs> Good, yeah, thanks for having me. Thank you for coming.
1: So you're an artist and a curator. How do you think um, each separate part of your career influences and builds upon the other? Um, do you think it's important that for all artists to have experience in curating?
2: I think so. Yeah, it, it's how you, you know, pull together a show with other artists. And it's very important to work together. Um, curation is bringing artists together and creating a environment. And it's so important that they come hand in hand.
0: Has it it taught you anything about your um, own, uh, about your own artistic practice?
2: Um, Yeah, it has. I've kind of, you know, left behind my artistic practice at the moment to concentrate on Guts Gallery, to be honest. But um, I'd love to get back into my practice at some point. But at the moment, it's just not viable.
1: Mm. Why did you start
2: Guts. So I applied for my master's after uni, so this was two years ago, and I got into the RCA, and I I was like over the moon, it was my dream to go to the RCA, and they, I don't know, they said that I'd get a bursary, and it was insinuated that I'd be able to go, and then I didn't get the bursary, and at this point I was sofa hopping in London, it all went a bit to shit for me, it was like a really tough time. And um, I was quite frustrated with the art world. I was frustrated with, you know, the politics at that time. So I thought, fuck it, I'm going to create a business venture that will help people who are struggling.
0: Hmm. Do you know why I didn't get the bursary? There'll it?
2: be somebody who's worse off. Oh, okay. like, definitely. Like, I, I was in a pretty dire situation, but, you know, you can't blame them at all. But somebody, yeah, would have been struggling more. And bursaries aren't available. Like, 20 years ago, there were so many available and now it's just you know one in a hundred and it's just tough it's really tough to do a master's after BA from a a working class you know background
0: yeah I think um working class males are the least likely demographic to go to university
2: yeah which is quite surprising it is surprising I mean you know back at home it's crazy that I've gone to uni you know the fact that you even go to uni you should be so proud of yourself I think people just concentrate on the end grade. But the fact that you've even, you know, left home and done that is something that a working class person should be so proud of.
0: Yeah. So why did you decide um, with the kind of formation of Goats Gallery, why did you decide it was important to be supporting minorities in this way?
2: Well, the minorities are just completely struggling. You know, um, it is a very hierarchical, capitalist industry. And I really wanted to challenge that. In a different way, but we've got I do exhibit the emerging struggling artists with established artists, so it's a, a system of support. I'm you know looking at the gallery structure and trying to see where it's going wrong and to try and improve that. In I guess a democratic way, mm. very political.
1: <laughs> do you think that social media has sort of um, helped in some way? Massively.
2: All- like I think you guys know that social media just has completely you know just completely changed everything. How accessible art is, um, how you can find different artists, different curators, galleries that are unheard. But the only issue, the downfall is that people don't go to a physical space with a gallery. They just see it on Instagram and they like it and that's enough for them. They don't always go out their way to, you know, see an exhibition in person.
0: Do you think that um, social media has helped um, these minorities who are traditionally underrepresented in the art world? get their work seen and um as it has it redressed that balance in some way
2: i think so yeah definitely it's just yeah i mean somebody with a massive following who picks up on a emerging struggling artist that can completely change their career and that's amazing that's such a powerful tool especially instagram i think that's what everybody uses at the moment and it's just it's fab for that
0: so for the um for the guts exhibition that you did um in summer, how did you go about organizing and funding it?
2: God, that it was really, it's quite funny. I am, um, so I wanted to do a massive opening and I approached Ugly Duck in London Bridge and they're just, you know, a great venue and they support local communities, they're fab. And I went in and I was like, here's the deal. Like, I've got no money, um, but I really wanna do this exhibition. This is who I support, this is what I'm about. Um, yeah, will you help us out? And uh, it was Geraldine who runs Ugly Duck and she said, "Yeah, go on then." So I kind of delboyed my way into getting a free warehouse <laughs> space, which is pretty crazy in London now. And that's how it all started, really. And then with the funding, I just put a GoFundMe out. I, I had a massive list. I just contacted everybody that I thought you know would help me. And then you don't say, get it if you don't ask, right? Yeah, no, exactly. I've got that you know attitude. You might as well try. You've got nothing to lose. And then Sadie Coles got back to me and was like, yeah, I'm just going to give you 500 quid. And I was like, you know, you mulled back like, dear Sadie. Like, yes, <laughs> I really appreciate that. <laughs> that you really amazing. helped out. <laughs> but she's amazing. She's got a very similar ethos the way she, yeah. you know, started Sadie Coles. Yeah, absolutely. But I think that was just like, I loved that. That really made my, like, dear. It was great.
0: So it's, um, I suppose with what we're doing, it's kind of similar to what you're doing. It's very kind of DIY and it's, and it's, um, Do you think it's easier these days for people to just go out there and create their own opportunities and as you said, Del boy their way to, to getting what they want, I suppose.
2: It's not easy, is it? It, I mean, it's not easy, but (laughs) it's, it's not easy. I mean, you can do it and it's, it's great that we're doing it, but it's hard. Like we work a lot on doing these business ventures and it is accessible and I think, a lot of people are helping each other out. And that's why it's it's kind of working at the moment for, you know, smaller galleries. But um, I don't think it is, it's as easy, especially financially. It's a struggle. I but... suppose
0: what I I kind of meant is because of how connected the world is now, Yeah. more so than it was, I don't know how, 20 years ago. Do you think that kind of thing would have been possible, the, the kind of thing that we're doing now, would have been possible then? I'm not sure. What do you think? So I am kind of in two minds. I think that now um the fans of artists and the collectors of artists can very easily get in contact with those artists. Yeah. It's very easy to connect yourself um with people who are of similar mind, have similar interests. I think in the past probably um the the traditional gallery was the middleman for that, yeah, I suppose.
2: Definitely. Or oh, like the art dealer, it yeah. was it was a lot like that. Yeah, no, I think you're definitely uh, right with that. I think it's not as, um, you know, insular as well now. Very insular, very, you know, to yourself. And now it's expanded. I think that's great. That's definitely a positive move.
1: Mm. Yeah, I think originally you'd have to go to a physical space wouldn't you if you're interested in particular artists you'd go to a particular gallery that showed that type yeah. of art and stuff and now it's just so open
2: someone yeah. would invite you it'd be yeah it's a very different it's almost like a different class like yeah. a, a circle that you have to try and you know get into and that's tough that's mm-hmm. tough and I think it has changed which is great
1: So Guts and Delphian are working together on a show. Yeah, we're doing it, aren't we? Yeah, coming up at the end of the year. So, um, do you think it's important for galleries to collaborate on projects like this? So
2: important. Like we all struggle just you know surviving in this political climate, and for galleries to survive, it's just so tough. And what we're doing is great. We're getting together to show that you know we're not trying to be selfish anymore. We're trying to support each other. And again, create this platform that inevitably helps artists. And I'm really excited about this.
0: I think, um, kind of going back to what we were just saying, like the, the traditional gallery model does seem to be a little bit in flux now. And I think um, mid-level galleries that aren't really embracing that change are are struggling, I think. And I have heard this from, from the horse's mouth. I'm not going to name names, but... Um, <laughs> I think galleries like us are making it slightly more difficult for galleries like them because now basically people can just create an Instagram account and they have a gallery. Yeah.
2: Um it's it as easy as that, I guess. That's how we all started. I mean, yeah. I just went off on a little bit of a Yeah. So I th- so I think that, that that
0: has made these um like small to mid-level galleries that aren't embracing that change, it's made them feel uh, um, threatened and it's made them maybe less likely to be interested in collaboration.
2: Yeah, no, definitely. I I just think collaboration is so important. It's communication. It's showing that we support each other. And I think we are challenging the art world and the structure of the art world. And I'm just excited. I think it's such a great thing that we're doing.
0: Why do you think more galleries don't do it?
2: people want to people are quite selfish they want to have you know they want to represent their artists and they don't want to you know um it's just with like sales of work and everything like people just it's just a selfish way of thinking and it's greed I think at the end of the day I really do think that's it and um that's not what we're about
1: so do you think that the traditional gallery paradigm is still relevant or do you think that's changed as well
2: I mean, it's there, isn't it? It's not going to go anywhere. Mm. It's capitalist and that's not going to change for a while. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I think eventually if there's enough of us that can show that there is a different way of, you know, working together and creating a different structure, that could change over time. But it's it's going to take a while to do that but as long as we keep doing what we're doing as smaller galleries i think we could be on to a really interesting um route i think perhaps why we're so um
0: eager to collaborate with everyone from artists to gallerist is potentially because we're all artists ourselves yeah um, yeah because i think artists are very quick to collaborate
2: mm. definitely gallerists
0: don't seem to be yeah
1: yeah if you come from a background of that then it's easier to sort of transfer it into the gallery For realm. sure.
2: We know the struggle of it as well. Like we know the, like both sides of it, which is so good. We know how it all works and we know what the artist wants. We know, you know, what gallery wants and we're really, I don't know, just so good that we're challenged I think.
0: What um, a friend of ours says is, what's good for the goose is good for the gander, which I think is quite funny. I quite like um, that. Yeah, and what, what's good for the art world in general um, <laughs> is good for the geese <laughs>
2: <laughs> makes sense
0: so here's a fun one speaking as a curator um can you identify something as being something that artists should be doing more of but they maybe don't realize that they should so say something like studio visits or sharing more of their personality and processes on their social media or
2: yeah I think personality like a lot of people kind of do a very serious eye statement and we don't know really who they are where you know their background and people are quite scared to do it they want to put a bit of a front of you know the classic artists it's like nah like collectors curators gallerists want to know about you you're behind this artwork and it's absolutely great so just you know put the walls down a bit let's see actually who you are and get yeah, to know you better i definitely agree with that
0: do you think um artists should think of themselves more as a brand and do you think they should kind of curate what they're putting out there
2: i mean like with instagram and stuff i guess everything turns into a brand but now i say fuck it just sticks to what stick to what you want to do be an artist I'll be a brand
0: <laughs> um, so is there anything you think i should be doing less of
2: being arrogant I think like some people can be up themselves and you just need to pipe down a bit like it does happen though you go to you know art uni and you get into these cliques and I think you just take a step back sometimes and just you know remember who you are and what you're doing I, well that's what I have to do you have to you know rein check and just say no nah, I'm not this person mm-hmm. just take a step back and do what you want to do
0: so one one of the things that kind of sprung to my mind when I was writing this question is things like not saying yes to every opportunity that you get your, that you get asked because you think I need the exposure or whatever. Yeah, Should people be more selective over the exhibitions they do, more selective over what they show to the world in terms of like um, in progress works or.
2: Yeah, it's how it's how you want to be perceived, and that that's up to the individual as an artist. But be selective, work with who you want to work with. You know, even if um, I think a lot of people do. Work with smaller names. Like, just go for it. It's not a, it's not an ego thing. Just do do your thing.
1: Um, how can what would be your advice of how to get your work in front of galleries? How can they be, how can people get noticed by galleries?
2: Put, put, I don't know. Put your work on Instagram. Email them. Like, I had an artist email me the other day, and uh, she was like, "You probably will not read this," and I got back and I was like, "No, nah, I've I've seen your work. It's great, and thanks for reaching out." You've got nothing to lose. Just give them a message. If they reply, they reply. But a lot of galleries do and they want to see your work. And even if they can't give you an opportunity at the moment, the fact that you put your name out there is amazing in itself.
0: How do you feel about open calls and art competitions and that kind of thing?
2: I like them. Just, you know, charging people a tenner. Fuck that. (laughs) (laughs) I never did it. I was like, nah. I don't agree with um, always charging people a lot of money to do that. But they're great and that's um that's big opportunities for other people which I is think good
0: there's a lot of um pushback against those kind of things because of the of the um entry fee
2: yeah definitely yeah. well i don't know about you but if there's like a 20 quid entry fee i know it's only worth four pints sure. You know i mean if you think about it it's like a quid like Lon- lay off the pub yeah yeah in london <laughs> not north. get 20 pounds for that but um <laughs> Yeah it still puts you off because you're like oh because you do think I'm not gonna get it. it it's a complete risk it's a lottery and I'm putting 20 quid in there but actually that is like your lucky bit as well do you know what I mean it is um I think a lot of people just don't do it anymore they're like fuck that. You don't want to be ripped off. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Ours is free, obviously, but just to play devil's advocate, I think these things do also obviously have a running cost to do. Yeah.
2: No, of course you have to, you know, pay people who are organizing and stuff, but some of them are just so expensive. Yeah. It's ridiculous. I think
1: if the price is so high that you can see it being part of their business model to support the gallery program for the rest of the year, I think that's unfair.
2: Yeah, (laughs) no, definitely. Like, yeah, no, for sure.
0: We, we do ours, and we expect to lose money on an open call because um, yeah. because of the amount of work that goes in it, and et cetera, et cetera. But I think it's a worthwhile thing to do. No, definitely. Don't I think it's great. I think that's how mm. everyone views doing an open call.
1: Mm. No, Sad exactly. Enough. Do you think it's easier now um, for young artists and curators to make their own opportunities rather than having to wait to be picked up by a gallery?
2: Um, God, that's a tough one, actually. Uh, yes, because... It's more accessible, I always say, with Instagram. But no, because there's so many of us out there now. So what's my answer to that? I'm not mm. sure. I'm not sure. There's different factors involved in that. Mm. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, well, the same. Like, oh, there's, yeah. there's, there's, <laughs> social media has made it more accessible for everyone to yeah. to contact people, to get involved in a, in a sort of social scene and to get their work noticed. Everyone but, seems but... to be in
2: competition, though, which is... But yeah. That's negative, definitely. It just seems very competitive out there and kind of quite cutthroat. I think it's always
1: been that way though, isn't it? It's brutal, (laughs) isn't it? It's
2: so brutal. But again, I think we're trying to challenge that, aren't we? By doing this collaboration. Yeah, for sure. It doesn't have to be like that.
0: Yeah. So if you had unlimited time, money, space, manpower, etc., what would be your dream project?
2: God. You put me on the spot. Um, My dream project would be to have a semi-permanent gallery space. where. Why why semi-permanent and why not permanent? Oh, yeah, I've got the money, haven't I? (laughs) Unlimited money. Fuck, I've got the money. I forgot about that. I'm not used to that. (laughs) Right, I'll have a permanent gallery space. (laughs) And all the artist transport will be paid for. Um, Everyone will have a very good wage who works for me everything's cushy, established artists are helping the emerging artists, people are selling the work. You know, it's pretty great. They can afford the rent and going out. It's fab. Again, very <laughs> socialist way of thinking, but that would be my, um, that's what I'd do. Is that um, a good idea, do you think? It's a
1: great idea. Yeah, <laughs>
2: yeah that's what I think. I mean, yeah. it's pretty fab.
0: <laughs> I mean, if if we gave you unlimited money, time and space, I think mean, that's a very, um, that's not that an extravagant Wish, which is quite nice. Pretty altruistic,
1: really. It's quite
2: working class, even like that. (laughs) That's pretty big for me. I just pay people, like, you know, a good wage. People need that. Like, we don't take a wage, do we? No. All of us don't. No. Mm -hmm. And that's tough. Like, we work, it's like seven days a week. We've got our own jobs, and then we do this on top of it. So imagine, you know, giving people, like, a Mac off wage. That would be great.
0: That's (laughs) a life. (laughs) So what, what would you change about the art world if you could?
2: Elitism. That's just the shittest part of the art world. And, um, you know, minority is not being represented. It just has to change. And I think it is possible to do it.
0: Is it changing, do you think?
2: If Yeah, if we keep doing what we're doing, I think at least we're trying. It's important to try then not say anything at all or not do anything at all. We're putting, you know, we're putting a change into action. And I think that's very positive and it's a step forward
1: do you believe in a in the sort of high art low art distinction and do you think where would you where would you place guts gallery of what the the art that you show
2: yeah. well they're all they're all great art so yeah. i'm going to say they're all high art all of them all my eyes <laughs> but high but, then art. It, but
1: then is low art necessarily bad art though
2: no no it's not it's tricky isn't it I'm just I'm saying higher because I think highly of them. That's how I'm saying that. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: There's kitsch, isn't there? Kitsch used to be like a, a derogatory term that was used just to yeah. dera- deride craft basically. Yeah. And then now there's loads of these craft um craft type artworks now doing incredibly well. Doing so well. Yeah. It's great. So. Just mm-hmm. different mediums. That's yeah. what's so
2: good now. It's really being pushed. So
0: what has been the biggest obstacle you've had to overcome in your career so far?
2: In my career? And
0: how did you overcome it?
2: Money. and I didn't overcome it, I just went with it and thought, fuck it, money's always going to be an issue. And that's my biggest obstacle at the moment. But I refuse to let that affect anything. I just refuse. Like I'll work my ass off in different, you know, different jobs to be able to keep guts going. I'm not going to let it go. Um, that might be something
0: nice to chat about actually because obviously when people see what um personas are present presented online, yeah. say from Guts Gallery or from Delphian or from our personal personas that we present online, I think if someone doesn't know us or what we do, they would think this these guys are doing incredibly well. They must they must be raking it in uh, or they must have like trust funds. Yeah. So, and actually, I think a lot of people are a little bit reticent to acknowledge the fact that no, it's a fucking struggle. It's it's
2: a massive struggle. Like, I've worked, you know, three jobs at a time. We don't have a day off. I just don't have a day off. It's not viable. And um, yeah, skin, but trying and trying to make a change. Don't know what else to say with that one, really. (laughs) I think we're in the same boat as the artists as well with that. And we understand.
1: So. It's uh, a nice little sort of roundup question. What uh, one piece of advice would you give to a curator or an artist um, who's just starting out?
2: Fuck it, you got no- <laughs> now to lose. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's it. That's my advice. You got absolutely now to lose. Like, if you've got nothing, you know you can you can only try. You'll only get back to where you were, so you might as well just go for it.
0: That's great. You think <laughs> I quite yeah, like yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah whenever i try and answer a question like that i always try and be really profound and like and give this really inspirational oh fuck uh, that but actually <laughs> probably what you said is probably much more inspirational than any
2: it cuts the shit doesn't it guess exactly, the point yeah
0: all right well right. that's a that's a, <laughs> it's a great way to end i think it sums you up yeah. and guts gap guts gallery up very well so thank, yeah. you, for, uh, thank, you, for thank you for thank you for having me thank you yeah all right see you later
2: bye